are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got a good Monday show for you. We're going to go over an email that I received in regards to an appearance that a former contestant made on Ben and Ashley's Almost Famous podcast. Yesterday, Bachelorette released a promo for charity season. Not much there. More Vanderpump Rules talk. I appreciate everybody that emailed me after Friday's podcast, and I've got more questions. Also, going to talk about the American Idol finale last night. Got a few thoughts on things that happened. And then Miley Cyrus in the news with an interesting take on touring. Hopefully I'll get to that at the end of this. We'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store. It's the number one trivia game on the App Store right now. They're offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Download it today and challenge yourself. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, this podcast brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. Every Friday, they release a new episode. This past Friday was episode number three. This upcoming Friday, obviously, episode number four. How you can watch it, go to comingoutforlove.com, click on bundles in the upper right-hand corner, click on whatever bundle you'd like to purchase, and at checkout, type in the promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off of your order. All right, first off, not a ton of Bachelorette news. ABC released their first promo of the season for charity, and it's just her in a red dress to a Beyonce song, and she's sitting down in a throne. Okay, I mean, I know what charity looks like. Uh, she looks great in the uh, promo, and that's it. There's nothing else to dissect there. This was shot at the beginning of the season before anything happened. It's one of these promos where we don't even get clips of any part of the season. We don't know when that's coming, but we're still a little over a month away from the first episode airing. And if they go by past seasons, they usually don't release the first promo for the season until the day they release the men for the season. And that's usually about two weeks before the first episode airs. So looks like we won't be getting anything until June, second week of June, but maybe they're changing things up. Who knows? But nothing right now uh, to go off of. No new news to report in regards to spoilers or anything like that. As soon as I know, you will know. So it's interesting. Sarah Trot from Matt James Season. Remember how she was kind of portrayed as a villain? And it was interesting because she had a father who at the time was suffering from Alzheimer's and he ended up passing after she had gotten back from the show. I want to say within a year of her getting back, he, he died within a year and I got this email. And it said, Steve, I was wondering if you had heard some of the comments Sarah Trott made on the Almost Famous podcast this past week. In the last 10 to 15 minutes, she talked a lot about her time on the show and how producers told her she would be able to FaceTime her family. Her dad had ALS. Um, sorry, did I say Alzheimer's? I meant ALS. Um, so once she got there, they wouldn't let her talk to her family. 
She also said producers made it difficult for her to leave. I was very surprised to hear a contestant speak so openly about production, especially on that podcast. I felt terrible for her, but I was also wondering if that was a violation of their contract. Thank you for the email. Then I can answer that and say it absolutely was a thousand percent violation of her contract. But fuck yeah, I'm glad she said it. This woman took the time to go on the show with her father, who was very sick at the time, ended up passing within a year of her getting back. And once again, this show promises contestants and they don't deliver. How could you not let somebody speak to their father on FaceTime during this? You know? I mean, is it a violation of her contract? It absolutely is. Will she get in trouble for it? I'll tell you this. <laughs> if this franchise goes after Sarah Trot for talking about how they didn't let her speak to her dad who had ALS and they sue her for telling that story, they are some of the worst fucking people on the planet. We already know they are, but this would make them whatever you thought they were, multiply it by 100. Yeah, we're going to sue the woman who told everybody that we wouldn't let her talk to her dad who had ALS. Holy shit. So I, maybe that's why Sarah's telling it, because she's like, they can't possibly come after me for this. But did she share something that she shouldn't have shared that would technically be a violation of her contract? Absolutely. Because she was saying what they were doing behind the scenes. And I saw the I heard the clip. It showed up on my uh, Instagram feed. So, yeah, it was one of these things. Where I was like, oh, my gosh. But you know what? It's not surprising. Like, I've heard stuff like this before. Where they promise you stuff. Whether it's talking to a family member. This isn't the first time it's happened and it won't be the last. But how shitty of a person do you have to be? And when they asked her, well, what did they say? And she said, well, they would say like, oh, I don't have the authority to do that. Let me find somebody. And then it would just die. Nobody would come to her and say, you know what? We can't do it today. I'm sorry. In this situation, the, I mean, the, the bottom line is the reason why they didn't let her is because they didn't care. If they cared about her talking to her father, they would have made it happen. They didn't care. They didn't give two shits about her. They cared more about framing her as a villain. I mean, just unreal. I mean, you hear these stories all the time. You almost start to become numb to them. Like, I feel awful for her. But it's also a story I've heard numerous times. Not this particular detail of a father having ALS and the contestant not being allowed to speak to them. I'm just talking about contestants being promised they would be able to contact somebody. They're very good with kids. They let you speak to your kids. Why they wouldn't let her speak to their father? Again, the thing is, we're never going to get an answer to this. No producer who ever worked on that season will ever go on a podcast and be asked point blank, hey, Remember when you were producing Sarah Trot on Matt James' season? How come you didn't let her talk to her dad? Nobody will ever ask that. 
Nobody will be allowed to ask that. No producer will ever go on a podcast to talk about it. Certainly not any ass-kissers from the franchise who have a Bachelor-related podcast would ever have Sarah Trot on and be asked, and actually, not, not Sarah Trot. obviously, Ben and Ashley had Sarah Trot on. I'm talking about Ben and Ashley hear that from Sarah Trot and they're like, wow, maybe we should ask somebody that we know who works on the show, why didn't that happen? Do you think they'll follow up on it? No. Just sucks all around. But I'm so glad that Sarah came out and basically trashed the franchise and revealed something that she probably wasn't allowed to reveal, but I'm glad she did. Good for her. Because <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing by the show. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's move on to Vanderpump Rules. I appreciate everybody that emailed me after Friday's show since I threw out some questions on there that I wanted answers to. I feel like I really have a good background now on this show. Will I be able to remember it off the top of my head? No, but some things I'll remember. One thing I screwed up on Friday was I was saying that I know that James was engaged to somebody um, on the show. I actually said I thought he was married, and I was wrong about that. He was engaged, and he was engaged to Raquel. Here's the new question that I have. So a lot of you informed me that James had got engaged to, go, uh, to Raquel at Coachella, but it was paid for by Sandoval, and Sandoval paid for the engagement ring? I Isn't... Wasn't James, isn't James doing well for himself? Isn't he a DJ? Like, I've got a bunch of questions surrounding this. I'm assuming Raquel knows, since if it was aired on the show, she watched it. Did she ask, like, hey, why didn't you buy me a ring? Why is Sandoval buying our engagement ring? Was James down on his luck? Was he having a bad month? What? Somebody else bought his engagement? I don't think I've ever even heard of that before. Why did Sandoval buy James' engagement ring for, Mike for Raquel? Why did he pay for his, engage his engagement proposal at Coachella? Like, what, what was, like, <laughs> what's the deal here? Why going out of his way to do this for James? I don't understand that. I clearly it happened, but man, that's weird. Um and then I know that they 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 ended it at the end of last year, the end of 2022 around there. Um 
James has kind of dated around in this franchise. He was with Kristen. He was with Lala. So I found all that out about James. Still, I thought he was the funniest person in the finale. I don't know his whole shtick, but clearly he's made the rounds with the women in this franchise. I don't know who this Allie girl is. I think someone said that she does. She's like the one person that works at Sir right now. Um, I just find that fascinating, that Sandoval paid for James's engagement ring. Why? What are you doing? What? James doesn't make money? I thought he was a DJ. DJs do pretty well for themselves, especially if you're a DJ uh, from this show. I, I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, Lala Kent, I'm, a, I'm aware of her backstory now, the whole thing with Randall Emmett. If you didn't know, there's a whole special on Hulu that is out now regarding Randall Emmett's history. He's already responded to it, basically calling it a hit job. But a lot of allegations against Randall Emmett that were put out in the L.A. Times uh, by former podcast guest Amy Kaufman, and Randall seemed to go after her. Uh, Randall thinks that Amy Kaufman wrote that piece against him because she's friends with Lala. I don't know how close they are, but Randall Emmett is really disputing this whole, I didn't watch the doc, not a documentary, but whatever this, there's a special on Randall Emmett and the sexual harassment charges that he has against him and um, a lot of women who have come forward uh, against Randall Emmett. So I haven't watched it yet on Hulu, but I know that he came out and basically uh, called out because the, the, the Hulu special is based off of Amy Kaufman's piece in the LA times about him is her expose that she did on him. And Randall Emmett basically said, yeah, cause Amy's friends with Lala. That's why she wrote it. So I don't know. Um, Oh, she, he was married with two kids when Lala hooked up with him. Oh boy. <clears throat> um, and yes, I'm aware that um, when Tom Sandoval was originally with Kristen, that Tom and Ariana started their relationship, I guess, towards the end, or maybe while did he cheat on Kristen with Ariana? I guess there's probably two sides to that story of whether it was actual cheating or he had moved on, because Kristen seems to have moved on from it. She is not comparing what Raquel did to Ariana to what Ariana did to her. She says two completely different things. But I feel like I've gotten a good history lesson on Vanderpump Rules. So I'll be watching it going forward. I won't be able to pull everything off the top of my head right away. I'll have to sometimes go back and look at notes about, okay, who was with who and who. But I feel like I've gotten uh, a lot of information. I got the whole thing about Shayna and Eddie Cibrian and who, when he was married to Brandy Glanville, that uh, Eddie, um, I guess, got with Shayna. So a lot of stuff there, um, just looking over some of the notes. But I appreciate everybody that reached out to me uh, regarding that. It definitely helped. I'll save it in my notes. And, you know, the thing I want to say going forward is nobody likes Sandoval and Raquel right now. I get it. Everybody hates them, and they should. But, again, we're at a situation where, just like any villain on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, 
when when is it enough? Like Ariana literally is going to supposedly, you know, went to rehab for mental health. So it probably isn't smart for her to go back on this show, but it'd be impossible if you're a producer on this show not to bring her back and do everything you can to get her back on this show. But when is enough enough on the criticism and the coming down on Sandoval and Raquel? Everyone's allowed to have an opinion, and everybody's opinion is pretty much right. Like, these two are shitty people for what they did. What they did to Ariana behind her back, absolutely shitty. But then let's just leave it at that. It's shitty. Let's not talk to them. Let's move on. There doesn't need to be a pile-on. There doesn't need to be death threats. There doesn't need to be any sort of lashing out that literally takes somebody and really fucks with their mental health. Let's be like, look, I'm done with you. Goodbye. And let's leave it at that. But knowing the show the way they are, as I said on Friday, how can you not in season 11 have a conversation with Ariana and Raquel talking for the first time on camera about what happened or did I say, I said, uh, Ariana, yeah, Ariana and Raquel. And then I know that Ariana said, I'll never film with them again. Again, I don't, I don't believe that. I think it's TV gold to get them to speak again. I don't know if you do Ariana with Sandoval and then Ariana with Raquel or Ariana Sandoval and Raquel in the same room. I don't know. But I just I can't imagine that's never going to happen on camera. It's too juicy. It's what everyone wants. What are you start season 11 and just pretend that nothing happened? So I don't know. I don't know where they are. I don't know when they start filming again. Ariana is you know rumored to be at her grandmother's. All these rumors out there that she's pregnant. Who who knows if that's even true? Probably not. But just a, just so much there, and um, I guess we just have to wait. We just have to wait and read, and um, I'm looking forward to the reunion show to see what revelations there are that apparently none of us know about. All right, moving on to the American Idol finale last night. There, there was a lot of little things here and there. Um, I'm not going to say I'm surprised that EM won. I just your final two were Ian and Megan Danielle. Megan Danielle had less than a hundred thousand followers, unless it changed from last night. I mean, I can pull it up real quick. So Megan, I mean, I'm I'm pulling it up now after you know an hour after the finale aired, and she has what? Uh, she has one hundred three thousand followers. Okay, I'm guessing. I'm guessing EM is over 500 now. <laughs> it's uh, that's my guess. Uh, yeah, he's at 535,000. So it was almost like you know, 544 actually. He had 400,000 more followers than her. It, how did how uh, it was like a, a foregone conclusion, and he had so many more followers than everybody on the show. And you know, I said it last week. I thought it was interesting that they did get James Blunt to sing with him his audition song, and then they got Lauren Daigle to appear with Megan to sing her audition song, or a, a Lauren Daigle song. I don't remember if it was the same song because I don't follow Lauren Daigle's music, but I did think that was interesting, and I almost feel like now, knowing that those were the final two, production knew that those were going to be the final two, and that's why they brought both of them in. I 
still have a man crush on Keith Urban. And the funny thing is, like, I never, I, I couldn't name one song that Keith Urban sings. I couldn't name, I couldn't sing a verse. I don't know the title. I just think he's one cool dude. And the Australian accent, just I, man crush. That's all it is. Uh, just really liked that guy. I liked him as a judge. I thought he was super authentic, super real. Gave a lot of good advice to the singers, and it was really cool to see him on the finale for the first time in in seven years. Eam and James Blunt singing Monsters, the song he sang in his audition, which that audition video has a millions and millions of views, easily the, uh, the audition video that has more views than anybody, and it's not even close uh, on this season. That was expected. That I, I could have told you before that song started, there was no way Ian was going to get through it. I mean, he, we saw how tough it was at his audition. And to do that live in front of a lot of people uh, and to have James Blunt there singing with you, I mean, I, I can only imagine. I mean, just a, just a, what a great song. Uh, a beautiful song. James Blunt, a little intense. I don't know if I've ever seen James Blunt sing live either at a award show or something. I, just very, very intense. And I know that he wrote that song about his father who had pancreatic cancer and died. So uh, I, I'm sure he sang it uh, numerous times. But, yeah, that was uh, that was tough to watch uh, for the judges, uh, probably for a lot of people at home. Very, very touching uh, to watch that. But I, I, I could see that one coming a mile away, like – well, we knew last week when we heard James Blunt was performing on the finale. I told you. They go, I guarantee you he's singing Monsters with Ian because that audition is one of the more memorable auditions in the history of American Idol. And to get James Blunt to sing that with him uh, when his, you know, his dad is still first and foremost on his mind, yeah. Did you notice that Katie and Haven, Haven Madison? I, why can't I remember her name? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Haven Madison. But every time I say it, I feel like I'm getting it wrong. But did you notice? That, <laughs> so I, I forget the country singer who was on the stage with Mary Beth and the, the other guy, the, the dude with the beard. So they wrap up their song. Well, for those who don't know this, that uh, Katy Perry singing with Haven Madison was pre-recorded like before the show started last night and went live, that was recorded because if you noticed, there was a performance right before them with that country singer. I forget. Oh God, I keep forgetting her name, but she was performing with Mary Beth and the guy with the beard. And then I timed it on my watch 20 seconds later. So after that performance, there's the three of them are standing there on the stage. They go to Ryan Seacrest, who's off stage. And he introduces Katy Perry and Haven Madison singing their singles. And in, within 20 seconds, the whole stage was completely different. It had a bunch of like lanterns on it and lights. And it was just like, okay, there's no way this was. You can't do a stage change in 20 seconds to get the whole stage to look like it did. And then three minutes later, so once that ended, they went to commercial break. Three minutes later, they come back and Katy is in her judge's chair looking the same as she did all night long in the dress that she was in and her hair done the same. 
And if you still don't believe that, if you look at Katy Perry's Instagram page last night, she was in the outfit. It was like a, <laughs> it was almost like a denim shirt and jeans. She's in that on her Instagram story last night on her feed. Actually, I don't even know if it was on her story. I think it was on her feed as well, where she is in that outfit that she sang with Hayden Mad- Haven Madison um, before the show. So. I, I don't know why. I think that might have been the only one all night that was filmed before the show started. I'm not sure why they had to have Katie do that because I believe Luke sang live and 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 Lionel sang live there. So I don't really understand that, but just know that uh, Haven Madison and, and Katy Perry were recorded before the show went live last night. And one final thought in the opening of the show, Ryan Seacrest trying to give Pitbull like – the hug, the man hug, you know, where you kind of clasp arms and you, you do the one arm. It was, just, it was so awkward. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Pitbull tried it once and Seacrest was like going in and Pitbull was pulling away and then they tried it again. And Oh, so awkward. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was in the very beginning because Pitbull uh, opened the show. I'll get to the Miley Cyrus story tomorrow. I'll save that for tomorrow because I thought it was a very interesting quote she had about touring. But um, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you had a great weekend. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another Daily Roundup. So until then, I'm Reality Steve. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you!